Ben Maras, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called TED Talks and it's a load of shite. But I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it like It's about an hour long and all about T-Side, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. It's episode 35 of Ted Chokes, the Ted Anky podcast, proper class, you know what I mean? If you've not listened before, don't let this introduction put you off. Give it a chance, listen to it all the way through to the end and that. I think you'll still agree it's still crap, but I don't care. It means you've listened all the way through and that's another statistic ticked for me. Uh, so there you go. Uh, listen, episode 35, it's mad, isn't it? We've come this far together. I feel like we all know each other now and like I reckon I could probably come round your house and have a little go on your last you know that's if you only agree to it I'm just saying you know we're all friends here we're all one of our own that's what we say in Teesside we're all one of our own um, look I just want to thank my sponsors I've got four now uh, I've got Showcase Comedy who put on Comedy Nights in the North Eastern Yorkshire Borough Fan TV, the number one Middlesbrough fan channel online and YouTube and Facebook and that. I've also got jokepit.com, the comedy box office, who sell comedy tickets for all the gigs all over the country for loads of class comedians and comedy clubs and nights and all that. And then my final sponsor is the last stop to Edinburgh Comedy Festival, which is happening in Stockton on July the 10th and 11th. Give it a look up on Facebook, you daft. Twats. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to be such abusive there. Uh, got another great show in store for you today. We're not going to talk about the Middlesbrough losing the Leeds because we all expected that. It's the games before the Leeds when we didn't expect to lose where I got really annoyed. But I expected it off Leeds because they're a much better team with a much better manager. And, uh, you know, we, we were lucky to just lose by only we did because we're absolutely cacapopo at the a minute and we know it we're cute and we know we are that's what we think uh but listen forget about that i've got some lovely treats installed for you so strap your big massive wobbly lugs in and just enjoy the show oh, keep burping enjoy the show and that Right, so as per usual on this show now, I'm joined in the podcast studio by my good mate and brother to Big Fat Oleg, Mala. Mala, how you doing, mate? What's going down? Yeah, I am official survivor, man. Do you know what I mean? Hello, everybody out in Tedland. Right, well done all of you for surviving the last 30 days, man, because it's been mental. We've had two massive storms, earthquakes, and like plagues, and like a mad virus. It's mint. We're all still here. Do you know what I mean, it's Ted? It's good. It's good, isn't it? And now we're moving into a period what's known as Lent, and uh, I've got no money to lend, so uh, I'm going to fucking struggle with that one, aren't I? Yeah, um, I'm on Lent all the time, man. I'm always having a borrow, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're always getting stuff on tick, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I mean? It's class, it's like they've invented this thing where basically you just go, yeah, yeah, can I have that sofa? And Bright House will be like, well, I, Mala, just pay us like six quid a week. And then I get the sofa and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> don't it. <laughs> it's right, like, you're probably the only man I know who's been paying a sofa off for probably 18 and a half years. It's a once in a lifetime purchase, a sofa, man. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, that's just how it is. 
And my mind well, it's over. It's for life. It's not just for Christmas. Well, I've noticed because, as you said last week, you've sawn it in half and put it in the shed. You're not willing to get rid of it, are you? No, Booking. well, now it's class now because I've got one half for me and one half for Gingers. Do you know what I mean? Stinks that dog, mate. Stinks. Well, yeah, leave him alone. Right, when I get some Scotland done on that Saturday, he's watching me. <laughs> and when he's when he's Scotland Branco, I'm watching him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's funny you should say this because like, you were having a go about Branco last week, right? When I was looking out the window and I was watching Gingus licking his own arse all right. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, then, and then you came out and gave him a big cuddle and he licked your face. <laughs> I didn't tell you. <laughs> hey, man, it's all right. I don't mind it, mate. It's intimate. He just loves us, doesn't he? He loves his dad. That's all he can say about our big Gingus, man. He's class. Just love him. He does best smells of shit anyway, so, like, I don't know. Well, it did make me think, right, if you, if you could rim yourself, would you do it? If I could rim myself. Yeah, not rim me. I mean, like, do yourself. You know, like, either either you've got one of those do, double-jointed necks or you've got, like, a big a big lizard tongue. Yeah, no, man, I don't want to be doing that sort of stuff, man. I mean, it's like, do you know what I mean? I can't be putting up with that sort of stuff. It's in some of your magazines. I've seen, like, I've been going through them all. There's a lot to do with that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. I hope you haven't been doing that with Julie. It's like a toilet seat down there, isn't it? Well, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not very good at licking. I've only got a limited reach. You've got that little porky tongue of yours. Yeah, it's a bit like it's like a little. Uh, we we call it the uh, the tea towel tickler because uh, that's um, that's what it does really. But Jolie, she's got like uh, she's got like a tongue like Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, she does. She's a bit like yeah, she's a bit like Kiss, isn't she like the Kiss Demon, and she does the makeup the same as well. And the air, come to think of it, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She just doesn't look as good in leather as them. That's the only thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's class one yeah yeah she might have been in kiss you never know do you she's uh our kiss might have been in her you know <laughs> probably she, uh, she did join him on the tour bus in 1982 and uh she was gone for a while yeah, so yeah, i remember that yeah she stalked him the kiss lads were staying in the spartan lodge were in there do you know what i mean did she yeah down and stalk him i give her a croggy on my bike and like honestly buckled my back wheel it was done but uh yeah she stalked him and then she snuck off for a bit for him so she yeah. does she she moves around from favourite bands and I think what it is is she gets to a point where she meets them and then she seduces them and then she gets a wicked way with them and then she moves on to another one because after Kiss you know what I mean she she was she was proper tout in China Crisis for a long time uh, and what then uh, Crisis if Julie had got hold of him <laughs> well she waited outside the top of the pop st- uh, studios down in London uh, to meet them and um, en- ended up in the back of a, of a, a transit van for quite a while so uh, she's now caught and take that and I, to be honest I don't think she's got any chance of getting close to them yeah like you say this but like this is just a rumour everybody in Plugcast land so don't be kicking off with Mala but like some of the lads down the club you know like they get a bit of their do for some student at the borough and all I'm saying is like when take what take that with at the riverside Julie was there man backstage really heard it. yeah I've been told this many times <sighs> Did she disguise herself as one of them uh, one of them bouncers again? Well, I don't know, but uh, all I heard was the words had been muttered. Yeah, hey, uh, she's gonna she's gonna lick Jason Orange's orange. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> George, how much you know? Jason Dolly's hasn't been in tape that for years, mate. Yeah, He's right. not even. That's why it's a rumor, man. But yeah, how do you know? I think he might have just gone along and like done some backstage support and that, like sorted out the mics. Like a roadie. Yeah, like, man. He always looked a bit like a roadie, didn't he? Yeah, I always thought that I would, I would look like a road. He's like, he had daft dreadlocks and he could do the break dancing and that, but he couldn't what? sing. What, that, that fella from the adverts? Yeah, yeah, the Halifax adverts. Yeah, 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 I worked with the wrong glasses. He's I rang up to speak to him once at the Halifax and they were like, hey, Amala, he doesn't work here. He's only like an advert guy. And I was furious, man. I shut down my instant saver account. But I kept, oh, like, I, right. kept the, I kept the house that you got. You know, you used to get a little house money back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, with a little cat with a cape on. Well, yeah, well, yeah it was class. Hey, yeah. do you remember like in that West, they used to have these little piggy things? Like that you could kick there's money boxes in the Oh, room. don't call them that, mate. They still were very friendly behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone listens who worked at NatWest. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry if anyone it. banks were in NatWest. Honestly, shockers. They are a bit shite, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Not that I have a bank account, you know what I mean? I just keep all me loose in me mattress, you know what I mean? It's just a way forward. Oh, uh, actually, uh, no, like, think of this. I don't. Uh, I keep it in a safe place that you'll never know about. When, when that wind was thumping the shed the other day, that shed was rattling like a money box. So <laughs> I know for a fact you 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 are collecting coins inside the uh, the uh, the wooden f- flames of the uh, the, the shed. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Do what you want. While I'm while I'm running that shed, like it's my, my place. <laughs> do you know what I mean? While I'm in control of the shed, like that's it. Maller's term and if Maller wants to put his 50 pences in some nook and crannies then that's what I'm going to be doing do you know what I mean keep out of Maller's business what, are you saving up for anything in specific like is there anything yeah. you've got your eye on yeah two quid to be fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 uh, you know, like, get some unbelief with two quid do you know what I mean I mean what I've, I've given unbelief man some back oh, I, thought, I thought you said hand relief I was going <laughs> to say fucking hell she, she's cheap let's get put her in touch well, uh, well I do know a girl from Dormanstown but I'm not going to say no more on that uh, two, quid's yeah. not, two quid's good for a tug though isn't it you know what I mean yeah, it is, yeah. It is. She's a big girl, actually. They call her tugboat. but the good thing is though she won't get a tired arm you know when you've got like one of them you know you've had you've had every night on the pop and then you're feeling a bit frisky and you can just go for hours can't you well she won't suffer from fatigue with a big powerful arm will she she'll keep going until the job's done yeah yeah, she's made for it man she's splashing hands she's no that it's funny like you should say like talking about there because it actually got me in a lot of trouble because I was down seeing the old tugboat recently and like yeah. you know me I'm not really bothered about stuff like when people says hey there's viruses and that kicking around and I'm like nah not having none of it but when the lads around the club like he come in with one of these masks on do you know like he's like and he's I'm speaking to Halloween him. Halloween mask you know, like, like, like one of these white masks like he was Michael Jackson right and he said he had this white mask on, and I was like, "What's up here?" And he was going, rrr, rrr, rrr. "I says, hey, I can't hear you." And anyway, someone went, "Hey, Mala, we're all getting them. It's to stop us getting them diseases, you know." 
And I thought, yeah, I tell you what, yeah, but uh, you know me, I'm not, I'm not paying out two quid for like some mask. So I could put my old welder's mask on, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I've been around all week with my welder's mask on because I reckon that's got to be more protection than that little paper mask, you know what I mean? The Gosh, it does. all that steel. Well, anyway, Gosh. it was all right until like I went to cash my gyro, didn't I? So I walked in the post office. And the woman looked at us in like pure fright and she went, what are you doing? And I went, hey, you just give us me money, right? <laughs> you know, hey, your coppers were everywhere pinning me down, picking me mask off. I was like, what are you doing, man? And they went, Mala, why are you trying to rob the post office? <laughs> yeah, we had a laugh, honestly. Oh, anyway, you've got to wear We caught earrings next week. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, well, aye, man. Mate, he'll get off with it. You, you one of our own. You know what I mean. If we get a judge who's from the butter, he'll know you one of our own, and you're just a lovable rogue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't trying to rub it, but if I do, like, it might be good if I go down for, like, 14 days. It's like self-isolation, but the Teesside way, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. For 14 days, class. Uh, I can just imagine, like, all the lads, like, in, uh, in sort of South Bank and all, I'm not going, hey, I'm not fucking getting that fucking coronavirus, mate. Like, I'm going to go and do a robbery, and I'm get some time in the nick. That's myself isolation period. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. Hey, yeah, class, the Sussed all out already, all the lads like. Clever like Anna, they're clever like these yeah, yeah, uh, the these house robbers and scumbags. Well, you, you may notice, like, look look out, hey, yeah, have a look out the window, tell me what you think of that. Oh, okay now. <laughs> what have you done there? <laughs> Bloody hell, man. Like, it looks like a crime scene. It's meant, like, well, that's funny, right? When the, when I left the cop station, I went around the back, as you do. Like, you know that one in Stockton, that's where they took us. And, like, out the back, there was a big bin. There was loads of this white stuff in it, like these big sheets, plastic yeah. sheets and that, and loads of that tape. And I, I sussed onto something, you know, right? I thought, if this disease is going to hit Ted, we need to be prepared. So have a look out there. There's no longer the shed. It's only the corona. On a sauna be teaved field hospital, in it? Oh wow! Do you know what I mean? Like that's why it's all white, right? And that so, like, because I was I was looking through your window the other day, watching the news and that, like as I do, and like they were saying, like outside North Tees Hospital, like they were putting people in isolation. I tell you what, Ted, some right flange. Really? Oh, well, I, and I thought, i tell you what we're going to do here. We, like, I've been, like, looking round, and if a bird coughs, I'm like, hey, love, come round here, we've got an isolation booth. 14 days in the shed, man. She's got to be running in 14 days, man. We'll be doing some right booking. Certainly, if the way she sees Genghis licking his arsehole every day, she'll be all over that, won't she? (laughs) Yeah, well, Genghis is a specialistly trained dog now. Uh, He can sniff out the virus. Uh, apparently. Well, that's what I've been telling these birds anyway. None have come for it, but I tell you what, as soon as some do, we won't, we're quids in, Ted. I think you should rename him Cunnilingus. Cunnil- <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I can't. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. There we go. Cunnilingus. You speak two languages. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's also uh, yeah. a very popular, um, a very popular all ladies group in Thornaby. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, 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 I think it is. I know them girls. Yeah, the good. So, so what's what's the plan then? How are we going to get? How are we going to get loads of flange into this self isolation tent? Well, yeah, like, listen. 
I've been like walking around the clubs and that. And if anybody's like had a bit of a cough, I've been yeah. like, hey, you love, I might have to stay outside the chemist for a, for a little while and just see what people are buying. You know what I mean? If they're coming out with a bit of Cavonia, I'd be like, hey, you love, get yourself round uh, Mallard and Ted's self isolation unit 14 days, man. I mean, the, the sick because there's enough porn like the last for ages. So there's got nothing else to read, Ted. So yeah. they'll just be there having a look at porn and then they'll be looking over on the chaise longs, which is like the other half of the cut off city. <laughs> Like, you know, looking at us and me and you will just be there like going yeah yeah oh, they're going to get on and they're going to go for it yeah and then we've you've also got in a collector's edition of Bookaroo which we all know is the most sensual of board games <laughs> oh yeah now yeah. we're going to get along like seeing a, a donkey book because <laughs> 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 you've got some of that in your magazines as well how <laughs> you found them ones they were in the roof felt I hid them in the roof felt yeah well I was putting my 50 pences away when I uh, come across them <laughs> God, oh dear man and honestly you know, I shouldn't keep secrets from you when you're living in my uh, island like to call it the uh, the out the outside annex. Um, yeah, no, listen, Ted, it isn't. It's the Thornaby Coronavirus Field Hospital. Right. Well, I, okay, uh, you know the track the TCFH. Yeah, that sounds class. Yeah, come come with me to the TCSH. Do you know what I mean? We've got loads of reading material for 14 days. I've got like at least three crates of skull as well. Do you know what I mean? You you provide some twiglets and we've got two separate sleeping quarters, which is obviously the cutting half city. So we're away oh, with this. Oh, this is great. This is great. And for, just for the uh, the listeners who've not seen me shed, it's not a small shed. It's oh, an average yeah. size shed. So yeah, you can I'm get good. at least... You can get at least four skinny lasses in, or two fat ones, can you? Yeah, you've actually like tried that out, haven't you? Well, I, I got I got Julie in once, uh, well, but then at if, least three big lasses. So well, the fire brigade had to come and take the door off to get her back out. So oh, uh, right. is that why there's like a odd door on it? I yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, I stole that jar from uh, you know when Inton's burned down. <laughs> well, I uh, yeah. got it from there, just in the rubble. It was in good nick. Yeah, I tell you what, though, I think the urinal that you installed is like a nice touch. You know what I mean? Uh, like, that's, that's a window, is it? Yeah, <laughs> 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 I wondered why you next door kept on shouting at me. I was like, "Hey, you stop looking while I'm having a pee." Obviously, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I well, I. Where are you doing? Where are you doing your pose? Where are you doing your pose, Mala? No, where? Just don't look behind the shed, man. It's all fertilised, though, isn't it? From your rhubarb, so that's good. It is, and I'm having as much fresh water as I can want because that big barrel that you've got, you know, so the water runs off the roof and that. Yeah, the rainwater capture, yeah. Well, I man, it's well sussed in in the pad, man. It's beautiful in the in the Farnaby Coronavirus Field Hospital. Yeah, TCFH. TCFH. Get yourself yeah. checked into the TCFH and you can beat all living diseases. Free porn mags. A couple of disease or two, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, you go in with one disease and you come out with more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I tell you what, thinking about all of this has just made me thought, mate, this coronavirus is going to be helping you out, you know what I mean? Because, like, your little business that you're just trying to set up, which I think is class, by the way, like, it's going to proper help out this, isn't it? Because people aren't going on holidays, so they're going to go with you, aren't they? Ah, oh, you've heard, you've heard about it. Well, like the lads down the club, it's all they're talking about. They're saying, oh, we're going to get booked up and that. I, I says, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean, you idiots. And then, like, they showed us your little brochure, man, it's class. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, for the listeners, I'm I'm launching Ted Tours the Teesside way, and uh, it's basically because uh, you can't go abroad anymore now, and it no, won't be long before they put a fucking ban on on even taking your BMX up the road. Uh, I've I've uh, what I've done is I've I've pulled together this uh, these sort of mini tours where I take uh, tourists around all the fine delights of uh, of Teesside, such as uh, you know you know. The, the Bongo, uh, the Lord Westbury pub, the Spitfire, that type of thing as well. Yeah, um, I've got the link. Yeah. Like, it's you, it's a steam packet. Well, I didn't even yeah. think that was open anymore, but fair play, kid. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The steam packet, the Madison, right? That is definitely an open, Ted. So I don't know where you're taking these chaps. Right? To, and, to the historic site of the Madison, where right. I can then replicate and show fingering techniques from the past. Uh, well, that makes sense because it says the bins around the back of the Millennium. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, all right. Yeah. Steady. I had a couple of, a couple of noshy gobbles around the back of there. Yeah. yeah I, love, I love the tagline, though. To a side, the Ted way today. Yeah. <laughs> That's from yeah. My yeah, yeah. I love my alliteration of T's, so um I just thought it sounded quite nice, you know yeah, what I mean? It's lovely. It's lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're gonna get quite a few. Uh, uh, is this gonna be one of them where you're just gonna whack everyone? Like, does that include a tripper price? Because I'm taking it getting the budget around you, kid. You, 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 because it's alliterated within it as well, you do get a tranny tripper as well. <laughs> no. I mean, just to be, just because you've had me with this before, a tranny tripper is a bus ticket and it's not that woman at the end of the road, is it? The one who gave you the taxi drive to a hidden place. No, and, no, uh, being the same again, man. Yeah. That woman gave me light, she was class. Yeah. It was dark as well, wasn't it, mate? You didn't know what you got up to. <laughs> you couldn't see. You couldn't see, could you? Ted knows. Look, I'll tell you on your birthday. As well, I. Hey, yeah, podcasters, right? If you don't know what we're going on about, just listen to Lola by the Kinks. Like, you'll get an idea. It was a little bit different. Hey, man, never trust him, honestly. Oh, Ted, shocking. Oh, you had a great time. You had a great time. You getting stuck into Pete. I mean, uh, Christine. And. <laughs> Uh, yeah, people about that man. Do you know what great. I mean? But yeah, so throwing a tranny tripper, uh, a transit tripper, <laughs> uh, just to be just to be clear there. Um, you know, you can get on all of the uh, the green and the blue buses with that, um, and return obviously. Um, and then um, you're also there's, there's loads, there's loads of places. I don't want to spoil it. So what I think I'll do, Mallory, is I pulled a little uh, a little advert together uh, that I'm going to play now that really emphasises what a delightful experience Ted's Tours is. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Working on, man. I'm dying for a bit of a listen. Here we go. Right. Ladies and gentlemen of Teesside, introducing to you Ted's Tours. Ah, the proper mint and that swear down. Allow local legend Ted Hankey to take you on a tour of Middlesbrough hotspots from the past. That's right, matters and ladies. Over here, you can see we, we've got the site where the Madison nightclub used to be. And I've got to say, this is the first nightclub that I managed to put more than three fingers inside of a lady. Rammed full of interesting facts 
and trivia. Now, you might not know this, uh, ladies and madders, but uh, inside of this building used to be a nightclub called the Blazers. And uh, what you could do in the Blazers was you could collect enough wall sweat to fill a pint glass without having to buy yourself a drink. Uh, and just in that corner over there is where I actually got me first. Inside a nightclub, noshy noshy gobble gobble. Giving you the historical background of some of Teesside's hottest night spots that are no longer there. So just along here on that side of the road there, there used to be a bar called Barzantia. And uh, what you could get in Barzantia was sex on the beach cocktails. You could get two for the fiver. And you could also guarantee yourself to pick yourself up a bit of a tart all the time. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It also takes you on a journey through some of the darker places of the Middlesbrough and Teesside nightclub scene. Some of these venues are scary. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a tough time back then. So we had the uh, the club bongo over there, where uh, a lot of the ladies of the night used to frequent, um, and uh, you know you could buy some quite cheap drugs. Um, you know, going a bit further along on the map, uh, we're going to approach a place called the Steam Packet. Um, you could have a fight there, uh, and you're guaranteed a free lift home in either an ambulance or a police car. Um, it's very nice, very nice. Yeah. One of my favourite uh, nightclubs was Jumping Jacks, um, which is uh, no longer there now, I'm afraid. But, um, you know, I remember many a time there, I used to go there with my mate Mala, and we used to do the old mother and daughter tag team. Uh, I'm not saying we dressed up as a mother and daughter, but we uh, one of us used to take home a mother, and one used to take home the daughter, often to the same home, because they were quite scruffy. Bringing back all of the great memories of Teesside Nightlife. You'll have noticed on the coach ride there, we went past a building called the Millennium Discotheque. Um, and I can tell you now, categorically, that I probably fingered the most lasses I've ever done in a nightclub in my entire life in the Millennium. And I also had three gobbles around the back near the bins. Great place for flange, great place. I miss it. I do miss it, ladies and madders. I really do. So if you want to sign up for the TED Tours, go to www.tedhanky.com now and book your place. Tour Teesside, the TED way. That's right, and I'll even throw in a free tranny trip so you can get yourself home and that, you know what I mean? There we have it, man. What did you think about that? <laughs> Mid man, yeah. I tell you what, right? It's going to be like at least sixty people. Honestly, I think it's going to be mint. It's going to be class. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, though, you should add that uh, if I can't get your home, you can go home in one of them big, big flashing taxis. You know, the big white ones with the flashes. Oh on. yeah, hey, you get them for free as well, thrown in. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You do get thrown in as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends, doesn't it? It depends on whether you're in trouble uh, or you're dying. <laughs> well, uh, well, two different think, types you can get. Just, just close enough this late. That's right, because yeah, like if you might have coronavirus at the end of that tour, because some of them places you'll definitely pick some stuff up. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you could either have an ambulance or not have the ambulance, but I think it'd be a perfect way to tour with T side the Ted way today. I love it. 
Yeah, yeah. Tour Teesside, the Ted way today is coming yeah. soon. You get a choice of two types of taxis home, and uh, you'll also get to uh, witness everywhere where I fingered the lass. <laughs> Great. And I'm on about I'm on about places. I'm not on about body parts because um that's private. Well, yeah, they usually yeah. That's where it's really interesting. They usually come over Good, 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 good. Right, Valor, we're going to play a new feature uh, of the game. What I've done is I've parked the Ionopolis Giant, because, well, I'll be honest, mate, I've ran out of batteries, and have you seen how fucking expensive them uh, them, them bloody sea-sized batteries are? Yeah, yeah, mate, uh, the creepy little get anywhere, like, it just worries me. He cuts around the house when you're not there, you know. That's probably why his batteries have run out then. Yeah, He's no, just... I tell you why, I've took my e-sig charger back. Like, ah. Again, like honestly, you can borrow it again, but I couldn't be putting up with him for another day just having a go at us. Uh, he does, yeah, he just because he's got superior intelligence, he's always on at me. Like, he's got my light through the window, man. Yeah, he's creepy, isn't he? Yeah, creepy, get he is, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, he's got no batteries in him at the moment, so fuck him. Uh, <laughs> but what I, what I thought we'd do is, like, I've invented a new game, right? And it's called, well, it's, it's a, you know, like, uh, what I would like to think of it is, you know, like, you've got your mate Bob, you've got your mate Tom, and you've right. got your, your mate, um, I don't know, Steve, right? How do you make them sound cooler? You add an O to the name, don't you? Bob O. Yeah. Steve O. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like class, it. isn't it? So oh, what I've done is I've I've took the age-old game of Snap and I've called it Snapo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to have a game of Snapo. And uh, what we're going to do, mate, is I think we'll do this like go forward. I like it. We, we, we're going to we're going to pick our best Middlesbrough eleven players and manager, right? But this week we're going to pick pick it based purely on good haircuts. It doesn't, give a, doesn't matter if they shake that football or they've achieved nothing. We're picking a strong team here in hopefully a 4 4 2 formation where they've got good air. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way to pick them because we haven't had that many good players. So, no, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, man, I like this. So, do you think this deserves some particular type of snifty little theme tune music in the background? Yeah, it does. But before you do any of that, have you wrote this? Is this this game here that's on here? These these cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are these, these just rhyming No, no, look, here, right. Yeah, you've like, wrote them with a big pen. Uh, well, Julie won't eat them because they're, so, they're, they're too healthy. So got, I bought her a load, didn't I, for Christmas? And she won't eat them. And they're going to go out with dates. So I thought I'd make some snap cards out of them. <laughs> yeah, good. Are your top tactics? Are you, I'll let you go with that kid. How are we then? Yeah. Let's have a game. Right. Snap Okay then, snap or snap or let's get snap or uh, that's a new catchphrase I'm working on. It needs a bit of work, I know. Uh, goalkeeper then, Maller. Who are you choosing in goal based on haircut? And the rules of this is just for the listeners is if you pick the same as me, we've not seen each other's um, you know crackers, have we? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you've been you... your crackers since <laughs> <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, mate. They were hanging out with me underpants. Uh, um, so if we get the same one, then we shout snap or if we don't, then we discuss and then we agree on the best eleven at the end. Uh, yeah, so as good as that. So all you got is your keeper, Mala. 
Yeah, yeah, right. I've, I've toured, like, I've looked across for, like, all of the history of Middlesbrough, and I've probably found the best keeper with the best air, right? I've only gone for Mark Crossley, but, right, I haven't gone for Mark Crossley, like, with his guinea that he had for us, right? I've gone back for when he used to play for Nottingham Forest, because he looked a bit like a, a cross between Magatu from Zoolander and Seth Rod- Rogan. Yeah, he had a noodle head, didn't he? He had a noodle head, and then he had a little tash in that and a little goatee, and I loved it. So I've gone for Mark Crossley, but technically in his forest days, but because he was oh. a keeper, you know what I mean? Well, uh, that's good. That I did consider Crossley, but I, uh, I maybe I wasn't. Uh, we hadn't firmed up the rules of whether or not you, you had to have Middlesbrough hair or before Middlesbrough hair. But it's fine. It's good. Uh, so I went for the supermodel hipster uh, Ben Roberts. Yeah, yeah, Ben Roberts, man. Oh, he had class. He had class. He had hair like you know, like Darlene or Roseanne. <laughs> he did, man. He did. Yeah, hey, yeah. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll. So we, who do you, who, who, who do you think should be in goal and Crossley or Roberts based on hair? Yeah, yeah. I'm only. I'm. I think based on hair, right? It has to be Roberts only because he's one of our own as well. And that's, that's a good point. Do you know what I mean? When it comes to haircuts, it must count. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, That's uh, good. Roberts, Roberts is taking up the goalkeeper's yeah, it's, net. It's controversial if Mikkel Beck gets in as a centre forward, though, you know what I mean? Oh, let's not jump ahead. Let's not jump ahead. Any heads, that's what I hear. Just say the rumour. Right back. Who have you got as right back? <laughs> yeah, I've only come for the maddest butter ever right back. It's only the Portuguese superstar, Apple Xavier, isn't it? Oh! <laughs> yeah! yeah. We got a slap oh, Get in there, man. <laughs> the man couldn't. He looked like a. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a. <laughs> he looked like Doc from Back to the Future, but a part of the version. I thought I mean? he looked. I thought he looked like he could. He could be like uh, you know, like Neptune Garden underneath <laughs> the sea with a big trident. <laughs> better one, that sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. because he dyed his tash as well, didn't he? He was oh, like man. Hulk Hogan, but with hair. Oh, yeah, he was class man. I loved him, mate. Like. Oh. Men, men, me for sorry, man. I didn't know what to make of the chap, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to fathom him. I just stared at him for 90 minutes and everyone was going, Mella, leave him alone. And I was like, well, hey, yeah, uh, I'm not having it. But then I, I grew to like it. It was like a superpower. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I couldn't pronounce his surname for ages, so I called him Abel Xavier, uh, a bit like him out the uh, the X Men. Yeah, <laughs> superpowers. I can see where exactly. that came from. See the link there, right? So we got a snap all there. That's great, <laughs> right? Let's let's move on to left back. Who have we gone for at left back? Yeah, yeah, the most handsome man ever to put on a shirt for Middlesbrough. It's got to be gorgeous, George man, on it. Because like oh. he gets his hair cut, right? And I know this, so listen, podcasters, right? I'm going to give you a little bit of information here. He gets his hair cut at hairdressers in Thornaby. Yeah, I'm telling you now, I've seen it. Not Is it Wixies? No, i tell you what's right. It's on Thornaby Road. That's all I'm going to tell you. But he gets his hair cut at an hairdressers on Thornaby Road. So he got extra points for that. But he's also dead handsome and he looks cool and that. And I reckon he's dead good at booking. He's like one of them lads who's probably good at everything. Yeah, I reckon he'll be a tentative lover as well, you know what I mean? Like oh, he'll... Yeah. Uh, He'll, he'll spend a lot of time on the flange rather than in it. Well, he's from Barnstable, so he's down like that way. He's like, oh. you know what I mean? Like a, like a, you know, yeah, he's a type of guy, you know, he's a type of guy. Like if it's a bit too wet down there, he'll put his coat down. 
Uh, I've lost a couple of courts that way, man. Don't <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that because I, I put friend down or I put two um, because I was unsure and I went with Vladimir Kinder. You greedy, greedy get. No, I love Kinder. Kinder. He got like Andy Garcia hair when he played for the Borough. You know, like proper, like sort of slick back with a bit of a curly mullet. He looked like he looked like he trafficked children. <laughs> and I like that about him. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, you've got a bit of a type when it comes to put a haircut, haven't you? Like, same along, like, you know, raggedy look that they've got going on. I like it. Rock and I roll. Think we should be calling this a snap one. Gorgeous George, man. We'll go snap off, friends. We'll go snap off, friends. Snap off. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Right. Let's go with, uh, let's go with the right sided centre back. Yeah, yeah, you can go for this one first then. All right. Yeah, I've only gone for Woody, haven't I? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I you know why? I like that Jesus of Nazareth look he used to have. You know, <laughs> you know, like where it was sort of like, uh, he even wore like a little headband that looked like Crown of Thorns at some point, didn't yeah. he? Well, I, man, I remember when we did the made parade in Thornaby down Westbury Street. <laughs> he up like and just hung himself for us a little bit and we carried him down the road. He was cats. On the mere possession? Yeah, well, I, man, he loved it. Yeah, like he'd had a bit of drink or something, but you know what I mean? He just fell asleep and we just carried him down. Yeah, might, not have been drink, might not have been drink, you know. He's one of our own, and he's also the savior of man. Uh, <laughs> Come on, butter, you know what I mean? He is the yeah. savior of butter. Who did, who did you go for then? Uh, yeah, well, I went for a quite recent because I loved him, right? I went for Shotton because he uses his hair like a bit of a whip. Oh, and, yeah, he has like a big dreaded ponytail, he just smacks buds with it, it's class. It's good. It's a really good. I did consider Shotton because I thought he looks a bit like, uh, you know, Levi Roots off the reggae, reggae shots yeah, at first. Um, he does look hard as well, and I quite like people who look hard. Yeah. You know I mean? But I, I think we'll go with Woody because he's one of our he's, own. He's one of our own. And he is the saviour of Christ, and he's the saviour of the Catholic religion and also of the Borough. Yeah. And it's just a shame, though, that he can't turn defeat into wins like uh, the Lord could turn yeah, yeah, water no, no. into wine. Yeah, Can he turn water into wine, but Jesus yeah. wouldn't have been able to do that with the current butter squad mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? All them disciples. All them like Adam Clayton, I'm going to turn you into Nemanja Matic. That's not much of a step up, to be no, honest. No. Yeah, but uh, Clayton probably has better haircuts. Anyway. True. Right, okay, left centre-back then. Shall I, do you want to go for the left centre-back first? Right, I've got this one right all over. I'm only going for the beautiful blonde flat top of Tony Mowbray, man. Oh! Have we got a snap-o? No, I thought when you said that, I thought we were going to have a snap-o, but then it, we haven't. Go on, tell me why. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, right. Not only have I gone for Tony Mowbray's beautiful, like, 1996 sort of flat top he had, but, like, this is the rumour, right? Kenny Cottle, the barber, nice. Westbury Street, yeah. Westbury Street, well, I, you know the lad, right? Over the road from NASA's Nash, space station at the Over moment. The that's what, space yeah. station. Rumour is, right, that that lad invented the flat top comb with a spirit level just to get Tony's barnet, right? And this is how it went, right? Think about it. There's like, a, there's, a, there's a hardware shop just down the road in there. Right, yeah, so there is, yeah, called uh, Bennett's. Bennett's, well, I. Tony came in, right, and he's like, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I want it proper flat. So he got his comb out and he went, get out of town, I want it flatter. And he was kicking off. And Kenny went, right, I tell you what, I'm going to sort this job out. So he went into the shed A-team style and he come out and he only had a comb with a spirit level in, didn't he? Oh, Mowbray was well happy and his hair was dead flat. Now, were you telling me that that, that instrument wasn't invented on Teesside? Because they went, hey, yeah, I'm not happy with having that. So I want a bit of a tool as well. So they put the spirit level in. And I tell you, 90% of the people that have them, keep them in a toolbox. It makes it's sense, a, man. It's a good... So you're saying Kenny Cottrell invented the spirit level. Uh, the spirit level comb. Well, I... Yeah. Yeah, and uh, do you know what? I reckon Kenny Cottle's spirit level was quite high anyway. <laughs> the amount of Jenny used, Jenny used to consume. <laughs> that was probably what it was, man, because he, he needed to get his mind right, you know what I mean, to do his inventions. Well, it's a good theory. I'll tell you what I've gone for, because when you said uh, the lovely blonde, blonde hair, and then you said it was like 80s as well, I went for Colin Cooper. Beautiful Colin Cooper. Oh, uh, yeah, handsome like 80s Cooper, though. 80s Cooper I went for, where he had like, uh, almost, he, he had sort of hair a little bit like uh, like the Wham Boys. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was class coops, man, uh, and he had a beautiful haircut. I tell you what, right, we are building some team as well, because I, I at least, like, coops played for England, Woody played for England, like, a mug of would have, do you know what I mean, if he wasn't so hard? Yeah, yeah, so hard, so hard. Yeah, well, I, and like, I'm sure I and Shotland probably never would, but, uh, yeah, we, we are, we're building the right team, eh, this is class. Yeah, I like it. Oh, we're going to go for then, because they're both one of our own. Yeah, right, they're both one of our own, right? But this might be controversial, but I'm going to go for Coops. The reason being is that Mowbray had that assist from Kenny Cottle, didn't he? Ah, he there you go, yeah. With the half flat top where... I'll tell you, you what we'll do, though. Coops did it all himself. We'll put Mogger on the bench. Well, I... Yeah, Mogger's on the bench. So that's our back four of Xavier Woody Cope's friend, Ben Robertson goal. Right, let's move on to right wing or right midfield. What have you gone for? Hey, uh, like, let me just have a look on my snapbook card. Hey, uh... Right, right wing. Right, I've had to put him in here. And I tell you what, I'm not asked that I put him in there. I've only gone for Juno because he has to be in every other team that I'll ever do because I love him. Do you know what I mean? And he had class air. Well, he didn't really, but I'm putting him in because I need to have him in my team. It's, it's, a, it's a good argument. It really is. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I had two that I was toying with. One of them was uh, old Raspberry Ripley um, as because uh, I liked Ripley's sort of. He had a blonde fanny part and didn't he? And it was very beautiful. Yeah, um, but I tell you what, he might have had a funny part, but I didn't like the lad. Do you know what I mean? He ran off as soon as he couldn't join like some fancy team like Blackburn. And went on to win the league. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, fuck, he's done that with us, but away. Fuck Ripley, right? Yeah. Uh, on the other one, my other one, and now I don't know if this is controversial. It might sit with some of your other lineup, uh, but I've went for the beautiful Christian Carambo. Hey, yeah, class man. Hey, yeah, I love Karen Boo, mate. Class. Yeah, great right midfielder, wasn't he? Fuck the midfielder, man. Look, just like we could pair on his wife. Let's get him in. Right, Karen Boo's in. Karen in, man. Right, no further discussion on Karen Boo. Next to me in the stand class. Nice one. Right, let's go over to the other flank now on the left wing or the left midfield. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. listen, like I know this like gets a lot of stick, and I, like, I, I don't know why, but I've gone for like the summit childish that I liked about it. But Adam Johnson had like a, a, what? a, a, what? a side part, and it reminded me like a, a schoolboy era. Let me let me just stop you there, Mala. Let me just stop yeah. you there. You, you can't no. Look, look on the back of that card there. It says you can't include him in your selections. Because yeah, he played for Sunderland. Yeah, yeah, for oh, the exact oh, reason. Enough, yeah. Exact reason. Oh, so no. you need to come up with a substitute rather than a paid, I mean, a Sunderland player. Yeah, yeah, well, all right, yeah. Uh, okay, then. I'll tell you what I'm going to come up with for right winger then. I'm only. F-wing. He, he, he was left wing uh, yeah left wing <laughs> right I tell you what then I'm going to go clone him and I'm going to go Stewie because he's one of our own ah it's good yeah, it's, it's good it's good uh, the thing what always let me down about Stewie uh, was um, his, his haircut was always very uh, butter lad you know like ah oh, look at me butter lad haircut well, and then uh, he always he always had a couple of glue sniffing spots as well um so it used to put me off him a little bit, um, which is which is why I've went for the very beautiful Keith O'Neill. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot all about Keith O'Neill. Money was one handsome lad. Yeah, he had, yeah. He had a good set of hair, didn't he? It was yeah, uh, it was man. very much like uh, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen's hair. You know what I mean? Like you can expect Keith O'Neill coming around your house and doing a makeover. Uh, yeah, I'm very shocked neither of us have gone for Mendieta or Bolo's ending. But yeah, Keith O'Neill. Well, Right, that brings us on to centre midfield. And he, <laughs> that, I, well, I've, I've, I've got to say, you've got to remember, Mendieta played centre midfield for the Borough and so did Zenden quite a few times. And they are two of them vying for my one centre midfield position there. I've got um, two centre midfields, so yeah, well, I've, I went for two centre midfielders, but these two are, I'm toying between for one of them. I've also got another two for the other one. So um, we need to choose um, from my two for this one and your two for this one and then I've got another one for the other centre midfielder. Right. Well, I'll go for my centre midfielder I want to put up there, right, because it'll be quite quick. I want to go for Jonathan Greenan, right? Now, rewind and see what we said about Woodgate, and that's why I've gone for Jonathan Greenan. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Straight to the the same point there. Can we have two people in for the same reasons? I'm not sure. Mendieta. (laughs) I like Mendieta because he had that sort of Terry Nutkins phase going on, didn't he, where it was like, it was long, but very thin on top. Sometimes when he ran up the wing, it just looked like, like, like smoke coming off his head uh, yeah, yeah. so Zenden Zenden had uh, had uh, like uh, like everyone's mum didn't he yeah, what did he did he yeah. find everyone's mum ah yeah he might have <laughs> might have Anderson man what's the <laughs> yeah. no yeah I'll tell you what right? I loved him Zenden and the rumour is like he was some like ninja he like yeah, he did judo, judo didn't he he could take penalties with both feet Wait, get him Get him in the team, that's class. Linden is going to operate the left centre midfield. Now we need a right centre midfielder. This could be a defensive midfielder. It could be an attacking midfielder. I don't really care. Who have you got, Mala? for an all-round to me. He's the original butter pubert. It's only Graham Souness. Oh, <laughs> mate. Oh, I was going to pick him. I was going to pick him. Oh, but I thought, when you said he's the original butter pubert, I, I thought you were going to say, well, I've got on this card right here. Yeah, yeah let's have a look. Oh, Emerson. Oh Emerson Emerson man. Emerson and when you said that I thought we were going to have another snap oh uh, yeah oh, I think class Emerson man Mint. Emerson have good air but do you know what there's something I quite like about Sonus he had um, a match to match 
Tosh and air, Tosh and air combo. It's quite a rarity in today's game, and it's a beautiful combination, isn't it? It was natural as well. It's Emerson had highly, he was highly product, is there? You know what I mean? Right. Sonus is in. Sonus is in, sitting behind Zend in there, going, get the fucking tackle, Zend, Zend on your back, fucking fanny. Uh, <laughs> is that what he sounded like, man? Can yeah, I, went back, back then he did, yeah. Yeah, and then Bola would turn around and go, oh, Sonus, oh, I'm very sorry. Oh, leave me alone. I am a, I am a, uh, where, where do you come from? Yes, just because you played for it's, Liverpool, so did I. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good point, that, like, yeah. yeah, we've got a few here, haven't we? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm yeah. glad we never picked Christian Zieger as well because he was a bit of a mong. Uh, right, uh, <laughs> let's go for. We don't know our strikers now. We got. Uh, we're going for. We can either go for a false nine and a striker or two strikers. It's yeah, up, it's up you know to you. I like it nice and direct up front. Me, do you know what I mean? Get it in the box. I love it. So I'm going first of all for the only striker I could have because he had the best air I thought of his time, and it's only the one and only Wolfie. Bernie Slaver, man. Did you oh. see that? Oh, I was mental. Like, you could see it from miles around. It's a good point. I like the way I was slaving. Like, he, he could turn on your door and off at the time at your drive and he wouldn't look out of place. <laughs> yeah, man, he was class. And he had, like, big, big, like, sides, and then he had, like, a class, massive, like, chest there. Do you know what I mean? He was a proper man's man. I loved it. But yeah. it was just mint, man. It was class. It's good. It was like, I, uh... he was like Morrissey, but he could play football. I, I I like it, and uh, I I chose uh, Tunkai as my striker. There. <laughs> yes, just see Jonathan Green and Andrew <laughs> <laughs> and Keith O'Neill. And I've got a, I've got a bit of an haircut that I like, so I think on that point we're going to go with Slaven. Um, I think it's uh, because he is. One of Scotland's own. Yeah, yeah, like Slavin is one of our own, man. He's an Irish, Teesside Scotsman. Yeah, well, that's pretty much backwards like the rest of us, isn't he? So he's one of our own, Bernie, man. We love you. Love Wolf. And he loves a butter as well. He's always touting his wares around. I love it. This is our penultimate chance for the snap or the final striker before we pick the manager. Um, who have you gone for? Yeah, yeah, Give us I've, it. I've only gone for the white feather himself, Fabrizio Ravinelli. And I tell you why, right? Any man who goes <laughs> that great when he's like 26 or something, do you know what I mean? He must have been getting up with some partying. And I loved it. I just thought, class. It's good. I've, I've not gone for that, Mallet. I'm going to give you a clue. Let me just flick my hair about here for you. Is that giving you a clue there? <laughs> hey, you've only gone through it, folks. Hey, <laughs> fucking have right of a man. Look at that. He's a beauty. He's a beauty, folks. Yeah, is he, folks? <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one. Who are we going to go with for the final striker spot? Are we going to go with folks or are we going to go for your choice? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like because it's your your house and I've just been staying rent free in your shed. We'll let you decide, Ted. Folks, it is. <laughs> Folks, it is. Yeah, Love it, we I was tying with Chunkai. I was tying with Beck, but not too much. Don't want any rumours. Um, <laughs> and uh, I liked Jan Agafiat. I've said to at one point as well. Um, so I think if we're going to pick some benches, we've got Mogger on there. Goalkeeper, we'll put Crossley on the bench. We've got Mogger. I think what we need is we need a reserve fullback. We've talked about Kinder. 
he can go on the bench there. Uh, let's have a, a centre midfielder reserve there. And I think we discussed. We you've got to have yeah. Mendieta, haven't you? We'll have Mendieta in, man. Yeah, well, I. Mendieta on the bench. A winger. Uh, I think we should go for a winger, um, uh, an attacking midfielder type of person. Um, I, I don't know who you think. What about someone like Fabio Rockenbach or Emerson? Yeah, we'll have Emerson in, man, because he Emerson. was one of the original picks. We'll have Emerson in. And then up front, I think we'll have Tunkai. One, two, three, four, five, six. We'll have one more. We'll have Tunkai. And I think we'll go for... Who was your choice again? Yeah, I had Bernie and Ravenelli. And Ravenelli. We'll have That's a strong bench. That if we were playing footy there, you know what I mean? I'd be bringing the subs on straight away. <laughs> looking, at, <laughs> looking at this starting 11. I'd be like, can I make seven subs, ref? This is, this is decent, that, isn't it? And yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. There, like, if we are going to do this, like, keep Carambo on the pitch because, you know what I mean, I need all the time and get... Well, well, ah, uh, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So it leaves us with what manager have we chose to manage our Middlesbrough best hair eleven? Um, and um, this manager has obviously got a uh, following the traits of being a style icon. Um, who have you gone for, man? Yeah, yeah, Get me with it. Yours, do you know what I mean? You show me yours, and I'll show you man. That's the way it works in this game, Albert. Right, okay, he's mine. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? He's already pulled it out of the bag, haven't you, kid? Uh, I've gone for Steve Agnew. <laughs> he doesn't even uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's from it's from choice. You know what I mean? He's rocking. He's rocking the Jason Statham sort of Mitchell's brothers look to look for hard against the opposition managers, isn't he? No, I messed with little Agnew. Yeah, I love it, mate. I love it. That's class. No, yeah, who we well, for? Yeah, well, obviously I went for Artur Karanka, man. He was only at the best. He had like that. We've talked about this. He had a school teacher's haircut there. Do you know what I mean? A school teacher yeah. from the 80s. Like, and he used to wear them jackets like he was teaching geography. Mm. I think, I think, you know what? I think we'll go with Karanka because yeah, he got us promoted. I'd have started eating all these dry vita because Agnew did no for us, man. So no, don't, don't eat them, them, mate. I'm going to have to I have to rub the pen off so we can use them next week. Oh, well, hi, man. Little snap or snacks there. You could probably sell them in one of your businesses. Yeah, very true, yeah, very true. I, how did you find that game? I enjoyed it. I loved a bit of snap or. It's class. Snap or, I love it. Snapbo, I think we'll do that again. Um, we'll do that again next week, and I might ask the listeners, and maybe for the topic well, for where we can pick eleven Middlesbrough players, but they don't like be fucking saying stuff like ah, eleven Middlesbrough players or, or bum animals or anything like that, because I only know of six. Yeah, well, I was about to say we'd be at we could probably stretch eleven, but we wouldn't get no subs. Yeah, true, true, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, we'll, no, I think we'll do it ourselves next week. Fuck the listeners. I know, you know, it's, it's, it's our podcast, not theirs. Uh, like that's a weekly occurrence, that though, isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So next week we'll come up with a new way of picking uh, a strong 11 based upon something that isn't about football ability, such as pick your best 11 hard looking players or something like that you know what I mean we'll come up with something Mallow won't we good 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 <laughs> Like, Mallow, I believe, uh, I believe, what's that, what's that noise? 
What's yeah, that? Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to be getting off soon. Like, is that I'm, your chunk? Is it your chunk going fucking air while you're there? Yeah, it is. It's, it's kicking off a bit, but that's like, it's gone worse because I have to go in earlier now since of the post office incident, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah I was just yeah. wondering, like, like, did you, have you really gone on? Like, the lads are telling me that you're going half on someone with a racehorse. Is that right? <laughs> you, you heard the rumour, haven't you? Yeah, well, hi, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, uh, I was talking to uh, I was talking to uh, Irish Steve. He's uh, very yeah. very typical um, traveling name, if you don't know um, Irish Steve. And uh, he was saying to me, I was um, I was oh, where was it? I was in the market tavern actually, uh, in, in just like niggas thought it be. And he was going, "Oh no, how there, Ted? You know, I've got an opposition for you. I've got a proposition for you. So I have." And I was like, "What? Well, what is it? What, what I've got? A, I've got a fucking brilliant racehorse. I have, you know, and it's going to be a championship winner. And I wonder if you'd like to invest in me racehorse. That's going to be an absolute beauty." So I was like, "All right then, yeah. Uh, I wish you one. So we agreed a fee and all that. And uh, I uh, I went asked with him on a racehorse, and it's not. I, I, it's not really to do with the ability of the racehorse. It's just I'm getting a little kick out of it, Maller, when it when I hear it race. Right, are you right? Like, I want to know why did you call it my, my back? I don't understand it. <laughs> because it's a good name for the horse, my back, isn't it? Yeah, no. Like, was it like Fabio Rockenback? I don't understand, man. No. <laughs> it was, uh, it was so I can stand and watch him when all you know all the all the fannies down at York races and well, stuff I... like that all dressed up and they're all just shouting, <laughs> "Come on, my back! Come on, my back!" <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm just stood behind him with me pecker out, you know what I mean? He's great. That's an invitation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, I like the coppers can't do no there, man. You've got yeah. it, class. Sure. Yeah. I tell you what, if it has, if it has an, another horse, like if it has a baby, if it starts winning, you have to call it me face. Yeah. <laughs> or me baps. <laughs> yeah. They still won't get it, the thick cows. Still won't get it. So, yeah, that was it, mate. Yeah, that was it. Well, listen, mate, you, you fucking, oh, your tag's going off again. Yeah, yeah, your tag's, it's like, what, it's every two minutes yeah, or something. Yeah. See you later, podcasters. I'll see you another day. Hey, you're right, Ted. I'm going to go and start the supplies out in the field hospital. Remember, people at Teesside, get yourself round, Ted, if you feel like you've got a bit of a cough. Only flange, mind. See you later, Maras. Hey, see you, see you, Mala. See you, Mala. Yeah, watch Branko there. Watch him. There we go. Uh, Mala there. I'm so glad we didn't uh, we didn't get talking about who Big T was again. I've managed to put that off. He's uh, I've watched him. He's been training in the uh, in the yard all week now, lifting like tires and punching. Uh, he filled up a pair of Julie's tights with some corn flour. He's been punching that as well. Uh, <laughs> he's a fanny. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, good. I, I enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Right, it's that time of the show where I like to answer your questions what you've asked me on my Facebook page. So uh, I'll uh, I'll get things cracking. We've got quite a few to wish through, and we're already having a really long show today. So I hope you've not switched off. If you have switched off, you toss her, uh, but you won't have heard that. So if you know someone who's switched off, tell them they're a tosser. Right, let's put some uh, some shifty little music on. Oh, there we go. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. Best question. Tim saw 
Dust, the local Teesside joiner. Hello, Ted. Do you think I'm the only man to pull his pipe over photos of Susan Boyle? Um, you know what? I used to think I was the only man now, Tim, until you've put this comment on. Many a time I've thought about Susan's lovely big Scottish growler and all of that money in a bank account as well. So it helps me get through it. Um, you know, she's not the most attractive creature, but she's incredibly rich. That does help. So, no, I'm with you on that one, Sawdusty. Good good question, that. Simon Rylander. Where's Court wearing Simon Rylander? Uh, are you and Big Jolie ever going to get married? Uh, she won't. She won't marry me, Simon. She she reckons I've got too many problems. That, that's what she says anyway. And uh, I think she's got one of them ices stashed away as well. So she thinks that by marrying me, I'll automatically get dibs on that ice when it matures. Um, but you know, I'm happy. We're happy as we are. She goes and does her thing. I've got loads of flange on the go. She's all right about that. So let's just keep it casual. You know, keep it cash. Uh, she's happy with that relationship but if any of you matters out there listening try it on with her I will batter your fucking faces in and I'm sorry to sound aggressive there but she's mine uh, next question there David Smith ah David Smith the human ball bag face David Smith Ted my kid's a little bastard any parenting tips um, first one would be is stop having kids David you, you daft get um, you know what I mean like just, just put something on the end of it or, or, you know, just don't do your potato juice inside your lovely lady. Uh, that would be my first tip. The second one is, uh, my dad used to always batter me with a really hard coarse slipper. Um, so I recommend that if they're being little shits, get one of them old style granddad slippers and proper tan the backsides with it. You know what I mean? They'll soon learn. They'll soon learn. Uh, my disclaimer to this is, I don't encourage hitting of children or any type of violence. Um, it's the parent's choice and if people want to complain against the parent then so be it so if you get in trouble about that David I never gave you advice I'll just tell you what I'd do oh burp there uh, next question uh, let's have a look uh, Schmeichel Veetley you asked that same question last week Schmeichel about uh, having a small tail and big love spuds you know regular listeners will, listeners will know that so either A you didn't listen to last week's um podcast right or B you don't realise what this thread on Facebook is about and you think it's questions that I'm going to answer online and uh, you're still waiting for a reply which is fair enough but it's a podcast question so um, if you ask it again you're a tosser right I'm not answering it uh, Carl Rowe um, if I lent you my time machine for the night would you go forward or backwards in time and would you return it with a full time tank well it depends on um you know what what it runs on first carl do you know if it's like the flux capacitor in back to the future then yeah i'll put a load of garbage into it i will if it, if it runs on futuristic plutonium and it runs out in the in the past i'm not going to be able to get hold of any am i unless i'm a terrorist and i'm not uh so but anyway what i would probably do is i'd probably go back in time for a, for a few reasons um the first one would be um it would, I'd, I'd, I'd do what they're doing back to the future and i'd get one of them uh, one of them books that gives you all the horse racing results as well and then i'd come i'd come back and i'd bet on all the horses and win loads of money and uh, and then start me own like 
towers in Thornaby like Biff like Biff Towers does in Back to the Future and just rule Thornaby and everyone will fear me and uh, and and I'll have a lovely bit of flange with false boobs like uh, like Jay Fox's mum in the movie uh, and another thing what I would do is um, you know I'd probably go back to that day where I, I could have I could have penetrated a major celebrity a famous beautiful lady uh, and I chose not to for my love for Julie I'm not going to share any names um, but she's an absolute cracker and I could have had me way with her and I said no I'm, I'm, I'm only with Julie and uh, she went well, what am I going to tell Philip Schofield tomorrow oh shit I've just gave her away there haven't I shit uh, it, no, it, uh, next question next question next question uh, oh Chris Lum uh, lovely lovely lead comedian Chris Lum would you be willing to star in a remake of the classic Gene Wilder film Hanky Panky I love that film Chris I love it and I don't think any Gene Wilder film should be remade I was very annoyed with uh, Johnny Depp doing the Willy Wonka role um, I'd hate it if if the, if the remade See No Evil, He No Evil or even Stir Crazy I'd be furious but the fact that I'm a massive Gene Wilder fan I would be absolutely honoured uh, to star as him in Hanky Panky um, uh, Ted Hanky in Hanky Panky it's got a bit of a ring to it hasn't it um, I like that bit where he gets on the bus and he's trying to pay um, on the bus and he's, it's a magician's jacket he's put on by accident and just loads of magic tricks keep coming out like exploding coins and flowers coming out of his sleeve and that oh, it's a great film God bless Gene Wilder he was one of my favourites good question that Chris good good uh, Bryce Ad Wilson Ted do Siamese twins pay for one ticket or two to get in the picture and concerts and what would you charge them it's a it's a very good question because they are technically classed as one person um i think it, i would possibly you know i would maybe have like a rule you know like you'd have on the side of the uh the the, the, the sort of payment desk like you do at alton towers and the swimming baths as well like uh you know you can't get in if you're above this height no heavy petting all that type no no bringing in your own contraband of chocolate uh and one of them would be uh, it'd have a diagram of the Siamese twins and it would go if you are a Siamese twin with one body and two heads then you just pay for one person however if you are a Siamese twin where you're almost split in half uh, with uh, with two heads uh, that's the same thing isn't it that's the same thing because you've still got two legs and two arms Um yeah, I w- I'd probably say if you've got if you've got four shoulders, because um, some of them are just joined by the waist, aren't they? You know, so I'd say if you've got you've got four shoulders and maybe three or four legs, then you've got to pay for two. I think that's good. That yeah, yeah, good, good question. That Bry for once, well done, mate. Uh, Robert Warren, um, uh, what's he asking? Uh, will cling film protect me from the coronavirus? Uh, right, and he's putting brackets there. Full body question. Mark, um, do you know what? Just try wrapping it around your face, right? You know, and leaving it for five minutes. No, don't you die? I'm giving you suicide advice, and that's not what I want to do because I promote healthy, healthy minds and healthy living. So I apologise for that. Um, wrap it around your gut, though, and go for a run, and I guarantee you lose some weight. Yeah, yeah, I did it to me 
my nut sack before when it was really full and I couldn't be bothered emptying it and uh, it shrank it shrank and uh, it also looked like a lovely a lovely ham sandwich it looked like as well yeah uh, he's asked another one I'll let him have that because he's new uh, uh, did you cry last night when Forrest equalised uh, yeah I'm recording this on Tuesday night and Millersborough uh, let a shitty last minute equaliser in on Monday night uh, where pairs you know, I say send him on loan to China because, but, but you know, guaranteed he wouldn't catch the coronavirus because he can't even catch a bloody ball. You know what I mean? How easy was that second goal? God, get your elbows in, jump with your knees up, you know, like a proper keeper. Oh, Matt Crossley wouldn't have got away with, you know, he'd have boost, get out of that, you bastard. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit gutted, mate, a bit gutted. But, end of the day, we got a point by probably one of the most informed teams in the division. Um, I'd have been happier if it was a draw away at Forest uh, rather than a draw at home though we, sh- we should really be winning all of our own games but we don't because we're crap uh, next question uh, Wilf Wilf Smith Ted if you could start a conspiracy what would it be um, I reckon um, that them girls who, who work um, behind the counters in tan salons are all aliens because uh, when you look at them they've all got like them, them sort of funny lips and daft eyebrows and they're not the natural colour of a human being and uh, they talk differently and they're quite thick uh, but the class on technology you know you see how fast they can text and they've got them big shellac nails on the thumbs as well which are probably real claws painted so yeah aliens um, they man the desk in sunbed shops yeah it's true that it's true Uh, Marcus Smythe Ted picture the scene you meet a new bird you go back to hers and you do the business then you discover she's got sequin curtains where do you wipe your knob now it's a very good question that it's a very good question I've, to be honest though um, I've been back to like lasses houses before and they don't even have curtains some of them don't even have windows to be honest um, and I've just uh, I've just sort of wiped it on a pillowcase or occasionally when she's asleep in her air so I'll probably go back to that tactic and I'll wait till she's asleep and I'll just sort of wipe it in uh, in her air um, you know and, uh, she, she won't know she won't know um, this is a good 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 name by this guy he's called John is it really beef savers or severs um, he sounds like serial killer but I'll read his question anyway alright Ted yeah he's definitely fucking mental when you start the message off like that uh, have you ever wondered that the paleontologists who put dinosaur bones together may have given the T-Rex the wrong arms it's could be yeah it's a good point you know maybe a T-Rex has just got like big normal arms and they've gave him them little ones because like how's a T-Rex gonna scratch his knees or anything like that you know or how's he gonna sort of like you know what if he's what if he's got no teeth how's he gonna fight off a brontosaurus something like that and I know they're they're not carnivores but they're all neck aren't they so like they'll be able to swing a big neck round at them it's a good one that John is is it really beef severs um but um, yeah we'll never know we'll never know because dinosaurs never really existed they're just big puzzles that people have put up in, in the science and history museums and that uh, Russell Young uh, from from Yorkshire he's from Sheffield he's Russell and I'm going to do it in his voice hello Chedge 
Were you were ever a fan of that Shaq and Stevens? I used to love him and thought he carried the double dental loop brilliantly. Also, do you have many mucky magazines in your shit? Uh, Russell, yeah, I was a big fan of Shaq and Stevens. <laughs> um, I was, yeah. Double denim's a strong look. I pull it off down the club all the time, mate. Just ask my lady. He tries to copy it, but he doesn't get the right blend of denim. He looks like a dick. Um, but yeah, and I've got loads of mucky mags, Russell. You can borrow a few if you want you know what I mean uh, I've got like some dating back to the 60s uh, it's basically like uh, it's like the uh, evolution of the bush of how it, it started off and it grew bigger and bigger and then it sort of disappeared and now you've got like these designer bushes and stuff like that but they've always been a good set of boobs in them and pretty ladies um, so yeah give us a shout Rusty if you want one mate uh, let's have a look uh, Carl Lomas, Ali Ted, I was told the reason the Ronald McDonald clown isn't about anymore is because he was tragically killed while performing stunts for the Dark Knight Batman movie. Any truth in this? Um, yeah, so, you're saying Ronald McDonald is also the Joker. This is a good theory. You could be right. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'll be more scared of that big fucking hamburger one, uh, the hamburger, or whatever he's called. Um, but yeah, I, I can't comment on that, Carl, but it's a good theory. So, I think what we'll say is yes, there is truth in it but there's been that many jokers um i don't know which one and um ronald mcdonald is probably the scariest clown of them all uh bryce ad wilson he's oh, he's asking another one i'll let him have it ted if women are made from sugar and spice and all things nice why do they smell like fish that is not all women bryce that might just be the ones you cohort with i go with some lovely ladies who smell of exclamation perfume and uh, cool waters um, and uh, you know down there honestly it's like a breath of fresh air it really is so I don't know I don't know where you're getting that from um, clearly you, you were some mucky cows oh we're down the last two Colin Wedge Wedgie how are we staying up Ted thought Pears wasn't fouled last night but clever forward play our defenders just ball watched yeah I've been impressed with Shotton you know since he's come back in he's got like he looks like he's hungry um, like he's getting stuck in he's, he's, he's the only one for me you're right about pairs though soft as shite uh, really really poor that um, but I, I, I'm really worried now I think I'm going to believe I'm going to believe and stay with staying up but there's part of me thinking we're absolutely buggered we are yeah. last question from my good mate Duncan Phillips and Duncan buys me a coffee on coffee.com every week at ko-fi.com it's only three quid so pull your finger out your ass is just dingy bastard you're getting this podcast for free and I'm answering your fucking questions and that giving you advice so if you don't all buy give me three quid who's asked a question I'm going to come round your house and I'm going to do a shit either on your car or on your front garden I mean it uh, right Duncan um, let's get your question out of the way alright Ted just been watching The Chase with Bradley Walsh Bradley Walsh has been on your house fucking hell uh, can you put us in touch mate because he's I think he's class Bradley um, our last said you'll be dead good on it but I reckon you'd be thick as fuck right Duncan I'm going to give you some facts about me here right I've been on numerous game shows that you won't know of I've been on uh, Tipping Point with the Ben Shepherds and uh, I got to the final of that and I won a holiday where I dropped like a mystery counter uh, but I only got beat because fucking Slavko who I was playing against 
a record number of counters in the first round and couldn't be caught. Otherwise, I'd have cleaned up that one. Secondly, I've been on Who Wants to Billy Millionaire with the talent. <laughs> and... I won some dosh on that as well. I'm not telling you when and where, because you'll go and find it and you'll look at me and think I don't look like I do now. I've changed a bit, yeah. But I reckon on the chase, if I've got a good team with me, I'd fucking clean up. I really would. I've got great trivial knowledge as well. And I'd like to meet Bradley Walsh. So if anyone wants to pull a, a team together for the chase, let's do it. But I don't think it works like that, does it? That's pointless shit. Uh, anyway, good question there, Duncan. And thank you to everyone who has your questions tonight. I love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking part in such a fabulous show again. We've ran over quite a bit this uh, this week, but I hope you'd appreciate the content. I do enjoy doing the uh, Middlesbrough 11 um, based on not football skills. Um, look, I just want to say thank you to my sponsors, Butterfan TV, Showcake Comedy, JokePit.com and the last stop to Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Um, you know, thank you for supporting the show. Please share it about. Please leave it a five-star rating on iTunes if you've not done so already even if you've got like an android device or a desktop computer just search um itunes the ted anki podcast and you can do it that way simple as that please do it because it helps me get into the charts and that i'm already on my show's already on um the podcast radio this week um at 4am and 10pm every night um just look for it it's called at the podcast radio on twitter and uh, it's a radio station controlled by pod jockeys, like disc jockeys, but podcasts, playing all the best podcasts from around the world. And the foul man, and they've put it on. And uh, I'm proper chuffed about it, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it it's class. It's going out live on an actual radio airwaves in London and Surrey, and then worldwide digitally. So that's exciting, isn't it? Uh, one more thing to tell you. Got a big gig coming up in Stockton on Thursday, April the 23rd, where me mate Dean Mower is doing his solo show called Willie Thorne Looks Like Tosh from the Bill. Um, and there's going to be support from Middlesbrough comedian Frank Gallatney and me I am emceeing the night so I'm going to be doing some interactions and having a laugh with the audience and that uh, so go to the Showcake Comedy Facebook page and on the events page there you'll see it April the 23rd uh, Dean Moe Willie Thorne looks like Tosh and Bill it's going to be great I think tickets at the minute are only a fiver but they are going up in price very soon so grab them you better come or I'll hunt you down uh, but listen Branko, get out! Fucking Branko's in. Listen, um, thank you very much. Um, and, you know, I love you all. And hopefully that point uh, we got against Forrest is going to be a catalyst to drive us back up that table like the mighty Borough. Yeah. So, up the Borough and believe.